Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. yesterday. He says, only my mother knows what she is, and surely she doesn't know either. The same is true for you. Your mother can swear that she knows you very well, but is it true? I don't think so. You know that she has no idea what you have in your mind. She only knows what she believes about you, which means she knows almost nothing. You're a secondary character in her story. Um, and you play the role of the son or the daughter. Your mother creates an image of you, and she wants you to fit the image that she creates. Now, what's important about this is to understand that this is a very, very important thing to know, especially when it comes to family members. That, you know, like if you take your immediate family There is this image in this story that everybody has about you. Uh, You know, let's say all through your childhood. That story then begins to change as time goes on. Like when you leave home, you go out in the world and start to do your own thing, regardless of what you do. One of the very interesting things that I have seen um, working with my clients over the years is just how many people would come back to me and say, my, my mom or dad started telling me about this or saying this. And the weird thing is, is that the story changes for many people over the years. And I've experienced this in my own family. Um, sometimes it gets more intense. Sometimes it gets really creative, like things that are remembered that happened that did not happen. And you'll see huge disagreements in families about the way certain events were and how they happened. And as time and space occurs and you start to move further and further away from these things, it gets very different in the mind of the person who's remembering it, including yourself. So you can't just always say, I'm right. I'm the one that remembers this, you know, correctly and everybody else is wrong because we're all going through the same process of, there's certain parts of individual experiences that we have. And in those experiences, certain things meant things to us. And if the same person is having an experience, you're both in the same experience, then the way that they're experiencing it might be a little bit different than you. So, and the importance of what they're remembering is a little different from you. So as time goes on, the roles and we've all, if we all remember the roles and the patterns that we've played in our life, these things also begin to change over time as far as who you used to be in those roles and who you are now in those roles as it relates to the other people in your family. So when you start to see things or hear things or experience things that seem really bizarre and out of character for the way you think it's supposed to be, Remember that everybody is dealing with this with their own individual story and how you show up in the role of that story. If you're not what she wants you to be according to her story, guess what happens? She feels hurt by you and she tries to make you fit her image. 
That is, that is why she feels the need to control you, to tell you what to do and what not to do, to give you all of her opinions about the way that you should live your life. When you know that it's just her story, why bother defending your point of view? It doesn't matter what you say. She will not believe you anyway. How can she believe your story when it isn't her point of view? The, the best thing that you can do is to change the conversation. Enjoy her presence and love her the way that she is. And I, I happen to agree with what he's saying here. And I also know firsthand the frustration of experiencing that with your parents. Um, I experienced something very strange as my parents got older. And that is that, number one, it seemed that a certain parent was becoming more immature over a period of time. And I was kind of like, at first, I was like, am, am I seeing this correctly? Like, is this really happening? And I would have conversations with my wife after we would be away from that parent. And I, I remember saying one time, I'm like, does it not seem like this person is more immature than the last time we saw this person? And like subsequently, every single time we would be around this person, it was like the immaturity was dropping. They were regressing in age, not becoming more mature, more wise, more astute. But the other thing that was, that was very, very different was what this person remembered about the past. It became antagonistic because it was like the person was conveniently not remembering certain things that were significant about the family. And it would so catch you off guard because you'd be in a conversation and you'd be talking about something that happened or whatever, and they would go, that never happened. And you're kind of looking at everybody else at the table there that was there, and they're kind of like, huh? Like, what do you mean that never happened? And you're so taken aback because you, you're looking at, into the face of this individual, and they seriously have blocked it out, like it's gone from their mind. And I'm not talking about dementia or Alzheimer's. That, that's a completely different animal. I'm talking about moving through life and conveniently just completely forgetting things that meant whatever they meant to that person, which we will probably never know. But after I realized what was happening and I had done some study around it, then, it, then I started doing what, what, what Ruiz is recommending, which is change, change, as soon as you recognize it, change the conversation because you're going into a bad area that you can't get out of. You're, they're going to become so defensive about their position. You're, you're trying to be conscious about something and they're being completely reactive because they're not conscious. They don't understand what's happening. They feel threatened in some way or they feel hurt in some way or not acknowledged in some way. And your best recourse is to pivot and change the conversation and really think about what it is that, that's actually happening. I cannot tell you how many people I talk to that have older parents that are experiencing the exact same thing. It is one of the most bizarre things to have to experience about your parents. You know, it's, 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 and guess what? You're probably next, right? <laughs> I'm probably next. We're all probably next. So, when you know that it's just her story, why bother defending your point of view? It doesn't matter what you say. She will not believe you anyway. How can she believe the story when it isn't her point of view? 
The best you can do is to change the conversation, enjoy her presence, and love her the way she is. When you have this awareness, you will forgive your mother for whatever it is that she did to you according to your story. Of course, um, according to your story, of course. Just though, just through the act of forgiveness, your relationship with your mother will change completely. Once I discovered that people are creating and living in their own story, how could I judge them any longer? How could I take anything personally when I know that I am only a secondary character in their story? And I would write that down. I'm a secondary character in another person's story. And really sit with that for a while, right? And the, re the reason that I say this is because especially when, if you think about, if you think about your childhood, one of the things that was very important for us as a child was to be a primary character in a person's story. We wanted to be a primary character in a person's story. And then we became an adult and we wanted to meet somebody that we were a primary character in that person's story. We have never been a primary character in anybody's story. We're a secondary character. They're always the primary character. And we have to wrap our mind around that, right? It's a little bit less self-importance when it comes to the idea of humbling ourselves and really seeing things as they are and not exactly as we want them to be, regardless of how we feel about them. And whatever people say about me is just projection of their image of me. It has nothing to do with me. I don't waste my time taking anything personally. I focus my intention on creating my own story. Each of us has the right to create our own life story, to express ourselves through our art. But how many times do we make the secondary characters of our story fit the images and the roles that we create for them? We want our children to be what we want them to be. Well, bad news, that will never happen. And when our partner doesn't fit the image that we create for him or her, we'll feel angry or hurt. Then we try to control our partner. We have to tell our partner um, what to do, what not to do, what to believe, what not to believe. We even tell our partner how to talk, how to dress, how to speak. We do the same thing with our children, and it becomes a war of control. Life in this physical body is very short, even if we live to be 100 years old. When I discovered this, I decided not to waste my time creating conflict, mainly with the people that I love. I want to enjoy them. And I do that by loving them for who they are, not for what they believe. I do that by loving them for who they are, not for what they believe. We are in an increasingly agitated society about what people believe. We cannot control what people believe, although I think many young people today believe that we can control what people believe. And they're in for a big wake-up call because we cannot. You only drive a belief underground when, you're no when you become too noisy about it and they have no recourse. But if we understand that everybody believes something different and we don't have to attach that to the character of the person as far as a judgment goes, we can just love them for who they are. The story they create is not important. I don't care if my mother's story doesn't agree with my story. I love her and I enjoy her presence. I know not to impose my story on her. I don't impose my story on anybody. 
I respect her story and I listen to her story and I don't make it wrong. I think that's one of the first things that we do when we get defensive with anybody or anything. We make it wrong. It's like, bam, we get a, we hit, hit something in us and we get attacked and we go bam like that. And it just, we make it wrong. We're going to make this thing wrong. And it feels like crap when we do that. Why do we have to go into that place where we need to be right? Now there's times where we have to defend it, but most of the time we don't. You really have to, you have to discern in your life what's important and what's not important. You know, what battles do you fight? What battles do you not fight? Because overall, like having peace in your family is the most profound thing. And you can't change people. You know, the, your family is your family. Now, I was told a long time ago by a very brilliant person that told me that your family is your family, but if your family is extremely toxic, you can change your family and you can create your own family. And I do believe that. I do believe that to a very large extent. Um, there's a difference between dysfunctional and, and normal human condition, and then you have somebody that's on the other side of that where they're toxic or they're dangerous, right? Which is not something that you want to have to tolerate. So anyway, the more clear your vision, the more creative your story because you can create it any way that you want to be. So the, the clearer you see where you want to go, the more creative you can be in getting there and how you want to experience it. Because it is, it really is just your individual journey. You know, even the secondary players in it, it's their individual journey, journey with what they're doing. But it's really your individual journey with your vision and the story that you want to create. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.